Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now back to more Tech 5 Radio, brought to you by the generous support of the Allegheny County Airport Authority at FlyPittsburgh.com, Apogee IT Services at ApogeeITServices.com, Compunetics at Compunetics.com, Plus Consulting at PlusConsulting.com, PNC Bank at PNC.com, PTC Corporate Coverage Group at PGHTech.org, and SDLC Partners at SDLCPartners.com. Here are your hosts, the Pittsburgh Tech Technology Council's Audrey Russo and Jonathan Kirsting. Welcome back, everybody. It is true. You're dialed in right here to Tech 5 Radio. Audrey, I've been looking very forward to this guest. I know. This is great. I'm serious. Earlier in the show, I was saying, man, this dude's too cool for school. He gets to have a lot of fun doing crazy stuff. I know. We have David Kane in mm-hmm. the house. Ethical intruder. I like that name, man. Yeah, glad to be here. Yeah. Excited to have a, have you a discussion. In, you intrude, but you have ethics. We do. We yes. do. Yes. So what is Ethical Intruder? Tell our listeners, yeah, what so is Ethical Intruder? Ethical Intruder is a Pittsburgh-based cybersecurity company. We've been around since 2010. Primarily, we do evaluations for our customers, both yeah. technical and non-technical. The goal really is to see whether they're susceptible to a cyber attack. Uh, as far as the technical evaluations, if they are, we provide them with remediation to secure the system. And as far as the non-technical, we provide them with a roadmap to get to move towards security right. or compliance. So you get to, you get paid to hack. Yes, we do. Systems. We are ethical hackers. Fun, man. It's a tremendous amount. I of fun. love it. Man. And so, how did this start? Talk talk about how this started. Oh, okay. So um, by 2010, I noticed that ethical hacking was really starting to take off. But one of the things in the field is that most people in hacking on the professional side come from a network infrastructure background. Mm -hmm. So I came from a company of software engineers, and what we realized was that most hackers actually come from a software engineering background. That makes sense, yeah. yeah, So there weren't a lot of... uh, So hackers create malware. Malware, by definition, is software. So It's software you you don't want on your computer. So we started a business where we could uh, complement both software engineers as well as folks on the traditional IT uh, security side to uh, better match up with the hackers today. That's cool. And so... Who are your customers in general? I mean, like, what's the, yes, you know, so, people who are listening, so, why should they pay attention? Because <laughs> it affects them, but what kind of companies? Right. So um, any customer, really, that has customers, that has um, data that they don't want to get out. I know it sounds like everybody, yeah, but, no. but we've worked with Fortune 50 uh, medical companies, uh, healthcare companies, and we've worked with local uh, nonprofits. Okay. I mean, every company's got systems, and they have pertinent information on there that cannot be compromised. Sure. So, you know, it's funny. I brought up the uh, the local nonprofit, and yeah. I was one of our first customers, and people wonder, well, why would they be interested? Right. And what happens is um, they're based on donors. And so if their donors find out they were hacked, then they lose their revenue. If they lose their revenue, then they can't do their yeah. good deeds around the city. So really it's almost anybody, again, that has customers or data that they don't want to get out. And then, of course, a lot of our business comes from partners um, – or customers that simply need to have an evaluation for uh, some type of compliance mandate, whether it be HIPAA, PCI, SEC. Okay. So that's where a lot of the business for sure. comes from as well. 
No, how much hacking is going on? I know it's probably more than we would ever want oh, to know. It's, it's scary how because things tremendous. are being hacked all of the time, and your business has probably been hacked, and you may not even know that it's been hacked. Correct. Yeah, most businesses probably have been hacked. Um, whether it's you know again from the network infrastructure side, or what's huge today is all the phishing attacks, right? Phishing, yeah. ransomware. Right. I mean, even the election this year. So it, uh, the election uh, really brought it to the forefront. Legitimate like, election results, but you know, phishing definitely played into people's right, decisions as right. far as the emails that, that were so, out there. Right. Exactly. And and the things we still don't and really understand. Even, yeah. And that we, that we don't really understand Correct. or haven't been told right. to us right. yet. <laughs> so. It's so fascinating, this whole thing about ransomware. Like, mm-hmm. in the year 2016, ransomware oh, became it was, yeah, much it, more of a very common term. Yeah, a ransomware is huge. Um, again, a ransomware is an extension of phishing. So, typically, it's an email that comes into an organization. And or, then you get locked into and it. And then you get locked in. They click on it, and basically, you have to pay a certain amount of money in order to get the, uh, the ransom back. And really, to avoid ransomware or phishing, there's, there's two things that you can do. Training and awareness. Or backup and recovery. Okay. Uh, very often, co- companies focus on one or the other, but it's both. very important to really focus on both. I had a family member victim of ransomware. You did? And even after paying in Bitcoin, they still didn't get their stuff back. Yeah. Recently, there was a company that uh, uh, we were asked to come in because there was ransomware. It wasn't one of our customers. And actually, they were hit and they did not have a good backup and recovery system, and uh, they lost everything. Oh, see, that's what I'm know, saying, we, man. I know. This stuff makes me nervous every time we talk about it. But this is why I'm glad there's guys like Dave out there now that help. And so do you do training? Do you help? Yeah, we do. So usually what we start out with with an organization is to do an evaluation of their people to see how susceptible they are right. to simply clicking on an email or to providing their credentials. And, you know, the first thing we always tell CEOs or executives is that having that awareness of where your people stand will really help you to put an effort around doing a training and awareness program. It is not uncommon for a company, say, with 1,000 employees to have 200 employees give us their credentials. So really? think about that. Oh, my goodness. That large? Absolutely. So if you have wow. that many credentials in the Claire. You know, it's it's just it's game over. I thought you were going to tell me like five. No, and what happens? Two hundred. Oh my goodness! Even if it is five, you know, if you think about it, once they give us credentials for internal, those are the same credentials very often to connect into their systems. No, right? They're all the same. Right? They're all the same. So it's It's all password one two three, and you're in. (laughs) So we do. We we provide evaluations for people to see how susceptible they are, and then the training to help them to. Um, to avoid such attacks. And that's, that's a huge, one, one of a few big areas for cybersecurity. So what's right on the horizon? What are you seeing on the horizon? I mean, I talked about ransomware. Right. Like, what else you know? should I not be sleeping about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think the big shift in cybersecurity is not so much the next big thing that's going to hit, but the fact that it's becoming more mainstream mm-hmm. for the board and for the executives. But it's almost like who hasn't been hit? Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's... It, the, the amount of companies that have been hit are astronomical. We have yet to do an evaluation where we really didn't find a lot of areas where right. people can improve, right. whether it's from their networks, again, through social engineering or through you know mobile, mobile applications. Are there any have. helpful hints that you can give our listeners right now to some things that they can do themselves? So one of the helpful things is to simply try to find out what your current security status is. Again, that's a big part of what we do with our security evaluations. Are there some companies that maybe don't even have that? Correct. So by simply doing an evaluation or sitting down... Um, I evaluated. We have none. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's sitting down and just finding out where your status is, that, right. that's really the first you know, way to start to get, to get help. 
So that's a big piece. Another thing that we try to tell companies is they'll come in and say, we have twenty, fifty, dollars $100,000 to spend this year on security. Where should we put it? We try to tell them to stay away from just that one-point solution that maybe a vendor is trying to sell you that they say is going to cover everything. There's no blue blinking light. There, there isn't. That's going to save you. Um, so what we really try to tell people to do is to sit down and to figure out how they want to spread those funds against different areas, compliance, training, okay. vulnerability assessments, technology. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, a year ago at the first Cyborg event, which I know there's another one coming up in May, right? Uh, during, that, yeah. during one of the breakout sessions, I remember a lot of people would say, this information is fantastic, but where do we start? Where do we begin? How do we know as an organization maybe that doesn't okay. have a full security team or a CISO how to get started and where to spend our time? And that's a big part of what we help customers to do is to build those roadmaps and you can be understand like a, exactly what steps they can, should take because there's just so many... Right. options out. So you can so, be a chief information security officer for hire. Yes, we actually have uh, CISO services. So ah. we have services that if you don't have a chief information security officer or a team, we'll, either, we'll build out the roadmap for you or we can come in and consult oh, on behalf of that. That's a great, as, as that's a a great fact, thing. A lot of compliance areas, PCI, HIPAA, especially SEC, we're seeing this uh, quite often. There's a requirement to have a CISO on staff. But if you're a small company, you there's no way that. you're going to do that. Um, so we can come in, help to build the plan, help to be that person for them. And, and provide that equivalent without being a full-time person, absolutely. right? Yep. That's, That's cool. It's a big big part of what we're doing right now is providing those CISO services. All the way around. Well, what keeps you up at night? Like, I'm yeah. trying to imagine, here you are, you yeah. have this company. You know what's going on. And you know what's going on. I'm trying <laughs> right. to figure out, like, if I was in your shoes. So we know way too much, so everything's scary to us. So yeah. we need to get a little desensitized to, you know, what's, what's right. really You're like, ah, ransomware, whatever, just but, back your files But again, up. I, I think w- what surprises us the most, again, is the susceptibility to phishing, people not knowing exactly how many people are going to give credentials. Um, that probably, for my customers, is one of the areas we're really concerned about. The other one is, I already mentioned about, you know, just going after one-point solution, but it seems like so many companies stay away from the boring areas of IT security, which is huh. um, the patches and the upgrades to the current systems that you have. Most products out there actually get shipped and they're in a non-secure state. I'm talking about Microsoft Server 2012, routers, huh. firewalls. Out of the box, yeah. they are not secure. Wait, you I actually, never thought about it that well. So they have to be configured. They have to be configured. And usually yeah. what we find is that that's... That's boring for companies. They don't want to spend a lot of time right, with the don't. patches I get and it. But that's the foundation. If you're not configured properly, then you're going to have gaping holes in Absolutely. your system. Absolutely. And so what we see is a lot of people wanting to add the next best tool, but the holes that we find over and over really come from uh, configuration. That's the birthplace of exploits is configuration. Absolutely. It's, it's the base layer of it all, right? Yep. I know. When I, I mean, I know that you're doing really important work, and I know that there's we are now, um, if you just tuned in, we're talking to David Kane of Ethical Intruder. But I get really worried about this as I run an mm-hmm. organization. And I think of the information that we've got access to. Sure. Um, and it's not personal, but it's sure. certainly important. Audrey, I had a member that were named Nameless that said they could hack us if they wanted to and get our database. Why are you saying this right now? I'm just throwing it up there right now. Just like that's how that people can do that. I'm just saying we need to be careful. I know yeah, our, and, and our I folks think, are on it, but it's just that's where it's happening. Everybody, people are saying, yeah, if I want to get information, I can just hack into your system and get it. And the small, again, like the small nonprofit that we worked with, your members are entrusting that their information to some degree, even though it's you safe. publish the information. Right. 
um, is secure and that they're not using that information in, for an unintended purposes. So, exactly. That's why you got to be vigilant. Yes. And you got to make sure everything's locked down. Yeah. So yeah. if you're listening and you have any questions about security in your own company, go out to Ethical Intruder, see all that they do. Yeah. What's your website? Uh, it's uh, www.ethicalintruder.com. So simple, I can even get so to simple. It. I like so that, simple. Man. Not complicated. David Thank you. Thanks Thank for you, stopping David. by, man. Thank you so much. Great really stuff. Appreciate it all, all right. the way around. Audrey, this is why we do the show, man. We have guys like David on giving. I, mean, I know. I'm just. I just get. He makes like, me feel I better. I think we do a good job, but I don't we know, do. right? He makes me feel better because there's guys like him and women like him in Pittsburgh that can help other companies and provide those and that are helping other and companies. those servers and are helping them, so they're there. So don't be afraid. You know, there might be crazy hackers out there, but there's other crazy hackers that hack for good that can yeah. help you on, yeah. on, on the good side of we have, things. Don't so, sit still. Reach out to them. Exactly. Ethical intruder. And they're nice Ethical guys. intruder. Good stuff. And yeah, we're taking a quick break. We are coming right back after this, I swear. While we're on break, go to pghtech.org. And quickly, you can see all the great, cool companies like Ethical Intruder that we represent here at the Pittsburgh Technology Council. pghtech.org. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.